Hey everyone, welcome back to Heart Sprained. Hey Nadine. Hello, Mish. With your sexy, sexy voice oh right now. Oh my god, there is nothing sexy about a dumb bitch party voice. I love it. I, I literally it. sound like We're... I raged at like Alpha Theta, whatever the fuck, last night. Okay, we were just talking about this before the call and how in college. Oh, wait, did you say it happened to you too? Oh, yeah, in college. Yeah, I was, in like, college? I was like, oh my God, last night was. Crazy. I cannot fit. It's, it's called Party Girl Voice, PTV. Yeah, well, I have it. This is a thing, it's an affliction. And I don't know, I think like girls with our level, like our tone of voice, are very prone yeah, to it. I think so too. I hate it on myself, so I know what you feel, but you sound good. I like well, I'm it. I'm glad you like it. I mean, it. I'll be taking one nine hundred calls after this, so <laughs> yeah. if that's even still a thing, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So this is this is where we're working from. Last week and the week before, I was so sick, right, so. and now I literally I'm not even sick. I didn't go to a concert. I wasn't at a frat party. Yeah. Like I can't tell you like why I woke up this way, but it's been like two days of this. Because it's fall, that's why it's just like I'm not ready for okay, it. Okay, but it's not disgusting. Fall people are gonna yell. Okay, at me. but in LA there is no fall. Yeah, but you guys have like LA. LA is hot. Like you're wearing like a scarf with a t-shirt. Right, I'm wearing idiots. I'm wearing like Uggs and shorts. <laughs> By the way, like that was like my dream way of dressing in in my head when I moved to LA when I was nineteen. <laughs> um, it's not too late. It's not. <laughs> It is. is it? it is. No. Uh, yeah. It's today. I walked outside and there were like crunchy leaves. Oh, I'm so jealous. That was very aggressive for September. No. I I love crunchy no, leaves. No. Do you know how long it's been since I've stepped on a crunchy leaf? Yeah, it's very it's very cathartic to step on that. But... I have to like <laughs> like dry out basil in my fridge to get that feeling now. <laughs> oh my god. Terrible. I'm surprised LA doesn't have like a sensory room. Like, come step on leaves imported <laughs> from Manhattan, from Brooklyn. Right, like super NY, authentic, fresh, farm raised, <laughs> organic, like whatever the fuck. Well, I don't know. I miss it though. I do. But at least there's pumpkin spice everything. So that's cool. Yeah, really. On board. I haven't, I have not, I won't even light a fall candle. That's like the one thing I enjoy about this time yeah. of year. I won't, but I won't do it until. What is this Sunday, the first day? Or I Monday? think so. Like, yeah, let's I'm not, not rush it. it. I won't. I'm going to hang on till to summer as long as well, I can. Well, to be honest, it's like the last time I had a pumpkin spice latte, which I guess was last fall, it was, I felt like I was drinking chemicals. I can't even explain it because I used to love LA. them. I know, right? I'm so fucking annoyingly like, oh my God, I only <laughs> let nice, pure things enter my body. <laughs> like, no, I really fucking don't. You like actual pumpkin oh, right, right. spice? derived from, <laughs> from the best whatever it's actually <laughs> yeah no I know what you, I don't really like pumpkin spice coffee of any kind but I like ice cream and Same. um other things I guess that are, I don't know I don't even know what do I actually like I was gonna say spice? do you even like fall like who are you I don't know I do but I'm just stubborn I just like I mourn summer that's fair though because you know that what's coming is like icy roads exactly snowfall that's like worse than fucking I don't know day after tomorrow no don't even you're not even allowed to comment on this anymore I already moved I did bye no regrets whatever whatever (laughs) do you know what's cool never thawing my car out well, I work from That's home. That's true. So. Oh, oh, wait. So do I know. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Um, yeah. Still cool. Speaking of speaking of mourning a loss, Nadine, yes. should we dive into Let's this? do it. That was a good segue. Yeah, that was good, right? Um, okay. So we don't really have a, a really sharp focus on this one. Not that we don't know what we're talking about, but this one just kind of goes in different directions, but it's just sort of every part of a breakup that pops up and we're going to help you navigate through all those fun, gross feelings. Yeah. It's like, right. I'd say that's kind of the theme. Yeah. Um, I think so too. It's like, Oh, I just got dumped or I dumped someone. And these are like the first sets of feelings that are hitting me. Yes. So what do they mean? Why do you Mm -hmm. feel them? How can you adopt some like mechanisms to get through them? You know, that sort of shit. Yep. Yeah, because even if you are the dumper, it doesn't feel great. No, 
you can feel like regret and you know I don't know it's just, it's not a good feeling obviously to be dumped is pretty much the worst um but let's unpack some of those feelings let's Nadine. Do it. I wrote I made a list of course you did Virgo Moon. go ahead <laughs> Yeah, just a little type. Whereas me, I'm um, like, let's just so- go with the flow, man. <laughs> All right. So we were talking. I was like, okay, so we're, we're, let's write down a few. You know, I wrote down a few that Nadine wrote. And then as I'm reading it, I'm like, I see the ones I wrote. <laughs> so I wrote shock, regret, rejection, sadness. And then I wrote <laughs> being looked at sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to be looked at. You don't want to be looked at, uh, desperate and hopeless. I'm pretty sure I wrote those last three. <laughs> I feel that anyway. I feel them. like being looked okay. at. Okay. No, no. I feel like I feel like I need to explain <laughs> what I meant. But... No, you didn't say that. I wrote. <laughs> I know, but it was derived from my thought. <laughs> Continue. Okay. So okay. When you immediately come out of a breakup, you are like repulsed by the opposite sex. If it's like a really intense breakup and you're just like trying to get through it and like survive the feeling, you hate that gender. You hate them. Someone so much as looks over in your general direction and you're like, get the fuck away from me, you I don't know. Oh my God. I have this. I don't know if I agree. I I distinctly remember feeling this way. Well, I think, okay, I was cheated on when I, like, when I remember this. Mm, So I think that might be why I just felt, like, betrayed by the whole gender. And I was just like, don't even look at me. Don't fucking talk to me. Just if you you walk past, don't even. Don't even walk here. There's a giant (laughs) radius around me that you need to avoid or I will kill you. Like, I remember distinctly feeling, like, anger and hatred towards anybody who so much as even wanted to, like, make eye contact i remember that with your party girl voice it sound that sounded like extra oh okay intense. oh good because don't fuck the party girl <laughs> she will exactly. shank you after doing a kickstand <laughs> no seriously um yeah no I, I i definitely get that if a guy has burned you badly like that it's just like you're done you're everyone has been like i'm done with men. oh my god yeah like um, beyond done you're like actually like you are just so unbelievably uncomfortable by any of their potential shows of interest because you just don't trust it. Yeah, it's trust yeah. for sure. Fucked up kid. Um, I think uh, the the next one that really stood out to me is like the hopelessness. Mm. Just like on almost on either side, if you've been dumped or you dump someone, it's kind of like, uh, like I don't really know what's next. I don't know. I remember being like, broken up with and just like oh my god I'm never gonna find somebody like this I'm never gonna fall in love again I just remember laying on my mom's bed just crying and being like this yep. is it like there's no hope for me and it's so pathetic I feel really bad for younger me <laughs> um, but that feeling is so real you really don't think there is a light at the end of the day no you're like so sure that like you just got out of the one shot you ever had at true happiness and true love and yeah. you're so convinced and you're ignoring down. you're ignoring the fact that he's 31 and wearing basketball shorts like out of the are house are you talking about my, don't um, you dare be talking about your husband oh, I knew you were going to say that I knew you were going to say that <laughs> as it left my mouth but you know why I'm saying this though because I went I went for a walk the other day and I saw a guy and, and I'm, I never wear my glasses and I can't see <laughs> and I saw a guy wearing basketball shorts that was like the only thing I could see from a distance and I was like God, what is this one of my exes like in my head <laughs> I'm like these guys in their basketball shorts and, and then I'm like why do, why did everyone I date like wear basketball shorts you know it's like way too old to be wearing that and then I looked to my left and there was Mike in basketball <laughs> shorts <laughs> you leave him so... alone he's a saint I know, I know, I know. Oh my god, that is really funny though. <laughs> but yes, the whole point is like you are completely like ignoring you. You're like ideal idolizing this person, and you're putting yeah. them on like this yeah. like, crazy pedestal because you're like so sure that they were the one, or they loved you so much, and you loved them. Like why couldn't it work? And the reality is like you're so like stuck on all the pain and like the things that you lost that you can't actually see like the big favor god just did you but how do you, how did you get past that state how did i get past it 
I think it's one of those things where like the only way out is through, yeah. right? And there's no real like I wish there was like some kind of like magic formula where we tell you like click your heels three times and then just say fuck all man blah, blah, blah. And then you're just kind of done. <laughs> like I wish I wish I could provide that to people I do. But instead you can I mean you can do those things, but I don't know. <laughs> Please do those things. Yeah. Please do it and record it and send it to us. Um <laughs> but I think it's really just like, I mean, for me, I kept busy, you know, I did a yeah. lot of like just random shit. I remember I specifically joined like a kickboxing gym yeah, um, and that like was amazing because I got to beat the shit out of the bag and pretended yep. it was him and it was beautiful. Yep. Um, I hung out a lot with friends. I travel. I just did like, and this is going to sound so cliche and not helpful, but it's like you just do things and surround yourself with people that make you feel good. That's it. Mm-hmm. Until you get through it. And then you'll notice that like day by day, week by week, month by month, you're, you, the progress may not be as quick or as significant as you want, but you know, you will notice progress. You know, I also write a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot. Yes. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, especially if you're tempted to like contact the ex, I think if you write kind of what you want to say to them and maybe you send it to someone, you send it to your friend, you send it to your therapist, you send it to whoever, um, you send it to all your friends um as long as you don't send it to the ex um, you know just don't do that but I think that always helps because sometimes it just feels good to just say the things even if you don't say it to them I forget if I've ever said this out loud here because it's kind of weird and embarrassing but um when I first started to really process even recently what um my horrible abusive ex did I recorded myself saying out loud what he did like I told the story I told like one incident and I listened to it and hearing myself say these horrible things, just hearing it, like hearing yourself say it, or even like have your friend say it back to you. If you feel weird doing that, it, it, it was a game changer. I think that's when so many things clicked yeah. for me. No, I think that's really powerful. I mean, how often do like, when you're like bitching to your friend, like, or we did star friends even it's like, Oh my God, he was so great. I miss him so much. And then we're like, do you need me to whip out the list? Yeah, I'll bring right. it out. Because, I know. Yeah. And it's easy to forget. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to like hear it, like you said, hear it or read it. Like for me, it's always reading it back. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like reading like how horrible the person was or how horrible the relationship was. Cause sometimes it wasn't horrible. It just didn't work. Um, mm-hmm. But you just need to like understand like what it is that's causing you so much pain. Yeah. And a lot of times it's just factual. Like he cheated on right. you or she keyed your car right (laughs) you know he lives at home and he's 35 yeah exactly exactly like there are things that are just unacceptable and when you hear them as fact I think that makes it a lot easier to process agreed um but from this I think we kind of like those are kind of like the basic emotions I think everybody knows that um the other one, the only one, other one that stands out is like regret. Mm. You know, you might have regrets of like, oh my God, why did I act this way? Like he wouldn't have broken up with me if I didn't do this or, um, oh, I shouldn't have broken up with her. But the bottom line is this, nothing is going to change the situation. The, no one breaks up with someone out of thin air unless like there's cheating or something like that. Um, it's a long time coming. I don't think it's ever just one thing. So don't beat yourself up on either end. There's a reason for yeah. it. And I think it's so common to second guess yourself, especially if you're the one that broke up or initiated the breakup. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm assuming you don't take that kind of decision lightly if you really care about the person. So if you felt right. inclined to do it, then I think maybe that says something like whether it maybe it doesn't yeah. say anything about them. It just says something that you like, maybe you're just not ready for this kind of thing or whatever, whatever's exactly. going on. But you just made the exactly. decision. You got to stick to it because- Getting back together, mm, not always a good, not always a good idea. Yeah. Hold that thought because we have to go into that. Um, But I want to talk about rejection in general. Um, How do you handle being rejected? How do I handle rejection or how do most people handle rejection? (laughs) Let's go with you first. And then uh... for me, (laughs) I mean, I think I'm pretty good at it. I don't even think you've been rejected. Like, I don't think it's, I, I don't can't know be true. I, it can't be true. Like, I'm sure that I have been, but I truly, just truly think I don't give a fuck. Like, 
I think the reason it feels like I haven't is because for all the times that I have, I didn't care. Yeah, right, right. Well, I definitely have. I It's just being dumped. Like, yeah. being dumped is being rejected. And I just kind of thought about a few things that I used to do and things that helped. Um, I don't know if there's any Gilmore Girls fans listening, but do you watch I Gilmore do Girls? Not. Okay, I don't peg you as a Gilmore Girls girl. Um, <laughs> Shocking. But... In one of the first episodes, Rory gets dumped, or, or one of the earlier episodes, Rory gets dumped, and she just keeps, like, avoiding it. She's like, I'm going to go keep busy, and I have a checklist of all these things I'm going to do, because I'm annoying in type A, and I very much related to that. And <laughs> then her mom is just like, you have to wallow. You have to let yourself wallow in it. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. So then, at the, by the end of the episode, she kind of burns herself out trying to avoid it. And then she, her mom finds her like on the couch with like a giant tub of ice cream. And she's like, I'm just ready to wallow. And I remember feeling that every time I, I've been in a breakup, I remember that scene and I am like sitting on the couch with the pro- proverbial ice cream, just like ready to wallow Yes, or definitely actual ice cream. Ready right, to right. Um, I think you just have to embrace that as the first step. Well, you know, what's interesting about that though. I don't know that it, like, especially someone like me it doesn't always hit you in like a linear fashion, you know, like, yeah, sometimes yeah. Like, okay. You can go through a breakup and you can walk away and you can actually think you feel okay. And you can just be like, you know what? Like I'm okay. I don't feel like I want to burn his car. Or right. Or like, I don't feel like I want to like go to jail to murder someone. It's so weird. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're, you kind of give yourself a pat on the back. You're like, I am feeling, I am strong. I am mighty. I am, I am the, I don't know, the goddess of, emotional maturity like you probably like, that's what you're thinking <laughs> yeah. and not that those things aren't true but sometimes like it could be a week later it could be a month later it could be whenever and all of a sudden you just have this like overwhelming sense of like sadness and grief and instead of trying to avoid it I really do think that when those overwhelming feelings come and they hit you that's your body's way and your mind's way of saying like we got to feel this we have to process yeah, we're so ready. Just sit the fuck down. Yeah. Put on like I don't know. For me, it's always love, actually, and just start sobbing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's going to pass. My thing, if if there's like one phrase that I think I always go back to, it's everything is fleeting. Everything, your happiness, unfortunately, is fleeting. In some situations, like it's going to change. The things that make you happy aren't always going to make you happy. But more importantly, your sadness and your misery and your disappointment, all of those things are fleeting. Right. It's nothing is permanent. Nothing. There's n- not a single thing on earth that is permanent yep. except, no, even tattoos. That's it. Well, <laughs> you can get rid yeah, of them. Right. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, having kids is pretty permanent. Mm, mm, yeah. Can't, can't really um, undo that but one. you know what I mean. Huh? Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think that like anything you're feeling, just emotionally speaking, it's all going to pass and just let yourself be in it while you're in yeah. it. There's no point in, in trying to force yourself out of a phase because yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah, I, I'm but, a fan of that too. I'm just like, listen, if the feelings are there, you let them, you let them, you let yeah. those feelings fly. And the next step, this is not really linear either, but the definite next step after wallowing, make a killer playlist. Oh my God. Wait, wait. <laughs> that, did I ever tell you my story with the playlist? No, but I'm so excited. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So this also was post-cheating. So like all kinds of rage and like anger and sadness and all this stuff, right? Oh, my God. So I created this boss-ass playlist on YouTube, right? And on YouTube? Yes, I made it on YouTube because do? I don't think Spotify was a thing yet. I don't know. This was maybe like four years ago. I don't remember. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so I remember I made this like playlist on YouTube and it had like Kelly Clarkson, it had Alanis, it had Beyonce. Oh, I'm waiting for like System of a Down. I don't know. Uh, well, actually, like, it angry. had Metallica a little bit, and it had like okay. Uh, so it had like all kinds of things that just like covered the gamut of emotions. It had some old Backstreet Boys on there. It had everything. So wow. Um. So I had some of that right, and I was, and I remember at the time, um, my other best friend Caitlin, she was working with me at NBC at the time. She was working down the hall. Um, she was supporting like one of our executives and her seat was maybe like, I don't know, 25 or 30 feet from where I sat. And I was in an office, but I was sharing the office with someone else. 
And I had the playlist up and I was ready to just like listen, cry and work. Like that was kind of like the mood I was in, right? So I I plug in my headphones and I start listening and I, it's Atlantis, right? And I'm blasting it in my earphones. I'm like, I'm like, you, right? I'm like so in it. I'm so in the throes of this. And I'm like, Atlantis is me. I am Atlantis. I don't know where her words end and my feelings begin. It's just very like spiritual, And then I get a message like on our company chat system from Caitlin. And she's like, is that you blasting Atlantis from your (laughs) computer? Hey, it could be worse. At least it was Atlantis. Oh, oh, here's the thing. And I was like, you can hear that? She was like, oh, yeah. I think everyone on this floor can hear it. I realized that my headphones weren't plugged in all the way. No. So they were (laughs) they were partially in my headphones, but also partially. Oh my god. The entire floor, if they didn't know that I was going through a breakup, all they had to hear was, and I'm here. Yeah. Oh Oh, my god, your life is so unfortunate. That's not like the best slash worst story ever. That really is the So my advice to everybody is just make sure your headphones are plugged in. No, really. That's step right. two. Next is step right. three. <laughs> so go on. Oh my God. Thank you for You're sharing welcome. that. I, I love that. To. I'm so glad like the world knows. I that. know. I had to just like, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> sit on that one for much longer. <laughs> oh my God. Well, anyway, um, I have to shout out my cousin, Nicole. I think I've shouted you out before Nicole, but I'm going to do it again because she's the one who inspired this because I went through a really terrible breakup. And the, the funny part is I have no idea who this was. Yep. I really cannot remember who it was. So it was a bad breakup, but I don't remember which guy this was about. But um, she sent me a couple songs that she was listening to because she also was going through a breakup. And it was like this empowerment playlist. Like it had uh, like, I, don't even know. I can't even remember. No, God, no, nothing like that. Something like uh, Sarah, Sarah. Borellis. Borellis. Yeah. Um, her shit's and... weak as fuck. How is that empowering? No, like there was like a really empowering one. It was like a very, it was a very uh like 2011. Oh, and it, it, yeah. I think I was thinking of Colby Kaye. Think... I was like, is that in my no. toes? I was like, how is that a good no, breakup you song? Hate, you hate that I so, hate much. so um, much. But uh, no, anyway, ignore who was on it. It was just a really good playlist. And it really kind of gave me my confidence back. And oh, I know you, you know this part. Jesse James. Yeah. Jesse James. Yes. Okay. So there is this song called I Look So Good Without You. It's like the corniest song. Like the lyrics make your soul want to leave it, your body because it's so It doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> but um, I like listened to that song over and over. It's about like breaking up with a guy and like never looking better. And then we went to Atlantic City that weekend and I met her. Like she was singing that song. I remember that. Like, hey, it's a sign for whatever I thought that was going to be. But anyway, um, so I made this like really empowering playlist and that really, really helped yeah. me. And I still have it. And I, I don't know, you know, what we I should do post with it, it on but... Instagram. We should post like our most well, this empowering is what I was... like songs. Well, don't forget, I we have a Spotify playlist in the we... works. I have like... Ew. Like dozens of songs, some are pulled from there. So, guys, if you have Spotify, stay tuned and also like get honest about it because we have to actually. I know, right? <laughs> I have so many good ones. You know which one I really like? Um, what? I can it pull was it the up. Beyonce one that I was obsessed with for a brief moment in time. Wait, wait, the two. No, left, I fucking hate that song. That last no. night. No. Oh, I hate it so much, but I had it in my head. I had to. Listen I know. To I it. actually made a reference to that song last night too. It's actually really funny that you say that. <laughs> Um, that's weird i know but i know the one i'm talking about is the one where it was like i almost loved you or whatever i forgot what it's i don't don't know know either but there was literally like i gotta look it up i'm gonna look it up while we're doing this podcast go on okay fine fair enough um yeah so the playlist like really helps you just like i don't know if you're into music even if you're not like the cheesier the better just make it make you feel good you know and even if you have to add some songs that make you cry the worst thing ever. Oh, God. I remember now. Who I think this is who the break. I don't know. But I don't know if this was the same guy. But I broke up with a guy. And he, after the breakup, just kept sending me. It was like a mutual breakup. And he just kept sending me songs that he kept listening mm. to. And they were so depressing. I hate when guys and do that. that. Kept, oh, my God. When I hear them now, like, I cringe a little bit. I'm just like, leave me alone. Like, it really made it really hard to get over yeah. him. Like, it worked, I guess, whatever he was doing. But I was like, oh, my God. When I hear um, 
God, there's a John. It was like all John Mayer Jeez. too. And I was like, please stop. This is embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The song I was thinking um, of, by the way, is yeah. Best Thing I yeah. Never Had by Beyonce. Oh, I think I've heard that That's one. That's a boss ass song. It's so good. Okay. It's also a really good situation ship song. Okay. Oh yeah, it sounds it. Yeah. It's so good. Um Yeah, so music is powerful. We'll put a Spotify playlist yeah. out. Um Okay, and as Nadine said, another thing you should do is, like, start a new workout class. Do something that makes you feel really great about yourself and will improve your self-esteem and maybe how you look and how you, you know, how you feel overall. Um, I hear great things about Orange Theory Fitness. They God, <laughs> I don't like, even. I feel like that and kickboxing, like, something, like, really high energy, I feel like I'd really No, get don't it. even get me sorted on how much I love Orange Theory because I'll never stop talking about it. It's. I know you do. It's I know so you good. do. That's what, it's you know. such a good workout class. I will say, like for, like if I had to pick between the two from like a post breakup perspective, I would totally go kickboxing. Okay. It is. Yeah, I think so too. I'm just weak. I don't know. No. If I could, like, I, like the bad. Even You'd be really. surprised what rage can make you do. <laughs> true. Like, true. It's like the most cathartic thing to just like lift your leg up and kick the shit out of this bag. Yeah. Like it is. It is so good. And that's what I'm saying. Like, don't do a boxing class and don't do, like, a kickboxing class in the studio. No, no, no. You want an actual class with a bag, with gloves, where you kick and you punch and you beat the shit out of some stuff. It's awesome. You know what? It reminds me of those those rooms you can go to to, like, break Yes, anger rooms. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've been wanting to go to one for so long. And, like, all of a sudden now I'm, like, happy. So I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I would still go. I don't know. I'm sure I have. Oh, rage. I'm sure we could find uh, it. <laughs> okay, so there's one thing that no one should ever do post breakup. Cut bangs. Exactly. Oh, am I right? Don't you ever, don't you ever touch the front of your hair. <laughs> Although, guess who did this? Um, guess who did this? Who did this? You did this. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wait. <laughs> November 2008. Wait, but I remember distinctly, though. I, okay, not I remember. I But I did cut my hair once post-breakup. Like, I do think there's something to be said about, like... Oh, you can yeah. cut your hair. You can't right, cut no, bangs. No, That's two no, different things. You can get a new haircut. Just make sure that haircut does not entail bangs. You know what? I gotta say, though, don't get a bob, either. Like, no one's feeling like they're sexiest with a bob. No offense to girls with bobs. Like, you look great. Well, some but, of like, you do. I'm sure not all of you do. Yeah, like, I just feel like the bob, like, makes me feel like I look, like, hotter with longer hair. I just think the bob makes me feel like like I need to speak to a manager everywhere I go. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I think it just kind of, like, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, work for this. So, keep it long. Maybe change the color. I think, I think a makeover, like, one time I also remember distinctly going to Sephora and dropping, like, a few hundred bucks on all new makeup. Oh. For sure. Money is no object. Oh, none. It's like you all of a sudden have unlimited funds. Yep. And you deserve it. You do. So you go to that spa day. You go get that new makeup. You Mm -hmm. buy a whole new wardrobe. Like, I'm such a proponent of just, like, feeling like the best version of you and, like, doing whatever the fuck that means. Yes. And here's what I – I made up this quote tonight, I think. I I really think I made this up. (laughs) Uh, I probably am plagiarizing, but um, I was talking to my friend about something totally different, and – I said to him, change breeds change. I was encouraging him to make a change in his life. And I was like, just do it. Change breeds change. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's really good. <laughs> you know? uh, I, I think that when you make changes in your life, you know, let's say you start going to a new gym. Guess what? That's a whole new bunch of people mm-hmm. that you could be interested in. And it's not just about, you know, meeting people, but you just feel different. When you do different things, you're breaking out of your routine. You're not going to like start comparing your life like, oh, I just woke up. I would have had a good morning text from him. Like, first of all, no, you wouldn't. Right. He never did that before. Um, Why would he do it now? Exactly. Exactly. Um, But you know what I mean? Like, you break out of your routine that you were in from when you were in a situationship or relationship, and you just switch up your life, and things are going to feel different, and different is good. Agreed. I second all of that. I think it's so good to just, like, try new things, even if they're mild. Like, why not, like, I don't know, just go, like – do ayahuasca yeah take a trip to peru and just (laughs) see what happens 
Um, <laughs> or like even like something like sometimes, and this is going to sound weird because I'm actually like not a fan of guns, but I think even going to a shooting uh, range, just having like that kind of power like in your hand, I think can really do something to like your psyche in a good way. Like I think it can really just make you feel very powerful and very strong. So I think, I I think that could be something like so. kind of cool where you're just like, holy shit, like no one can fuck or there's with those- me. Those places where you throw axes that everyone oh goes to. Oh my god, yes, I've actually done that and it's fun. Why are we such proponents of violence? <laughs> because that's how we feel post breakups. Okay, <laughs> we're trying to come up with ways yeah. to positively channel that angst. Just don't do things like go to the movies and cry during the. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, that's the previews. Like, I, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, that's the other thing I think we should talk about. Like immediately post breakup, yeah, that everything reminds you of that person. Every should I tell my story? I, th- I feel like we told, told it. Did we tell it? No, the the weird thing. No, we told that thing. But this is I can't tell this. You have I to can't. tell it. You can't start like this and then just take it away from <laughs> us. Like no, no, I'm gonna make you. Cry. I remember. <laughs> I don't know. I think when I'm sad, I really am sad. Like I really, what I feel, I feel really deep. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but I was just like, I cannot. I couldn't sleep one night. I was like, I cannot stop thinking of my ex. It's like, I couldn't. Every single thing. I'd be like, let me think of puppies. Oh, my God. Wait, I think he really liked puppies. Like, of course he did. You know what I mean? Like, everything I thought of, I would find a way to make it about him. So, I just ended up going to sleep thinking about grass. Oh, wait, I, was just I like, remember. I, grass? A blade of grass? That doesn't make me think. I don't have any memories of him and grass. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like at least I made myself laugh because you have to just think of the most like boring thing that doesn't make you think of your ex like it'll actually ma- it's a good exercise to fall asleep because it's really boring and it's a really good way to remind yourself that you can still laugh. wow that is so funny I actually yeah. love that do you I think that's really weird that's one of the weirdest stories it is tell. really weird but like in the best way because I think we all do like really weird shit to just like get our minds off of people oh. or like get our minds off yeah. of situations or feelings or whatever and like sometimes you just need to think of a blade of grass and that's okay no seriously like I that don't care so if you're funny. like okay what what are things I've never done with him that I'm not gonna find a way to say but I never got a chance to do right. it you know, <laughs> like ice skating or something random like no think of something so inane and just weird and and the worst thing is too and i guess it's kind of like a piggyback off of this is like you almost look for any opportunity to bring up the person in conversation so you can talk about it and i think at some point Uh, you get so like you're tired of hearing yourself talk about it but you are so unable to it's like word vomit you know yeah it's like that's even mean girls i can hear myself i can hear people getting bored with me but i just (laughs) i can hear people getting bored (laughs) Exactly. It's, it's like you get to the point where you're like you feel bad even like talking to your friends about like beating this dead horse oh my but, like, god you can't stop like your friends just want to send you memes that are funny and not like about like breakup quotes right so. it's like they send you like <laughs> they send you literally like i don't know um oh I, I will say though i do love going on instagram and like following accounts that have really good inspirational like heartbreak quotes for some reason that makes i like waste really time twenty nine. i know <laughs> Waste this time 2019. Waste this time 2019. So it's the best. It's like, yeah, um, uh, have a kid and then on his 18th birthday, tell him it's not his or something. <laughs> Great. So don't don't, no, do, don't do that. That's, um, we're not advocating for that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things that uh can trigger those memories and it's really it's like walking in a minefield when your friends I feel like you don't want to be the one to bring anything up right but you're like god this joke would be really funny about her ex right oh now. my god and I've definitely <laughs> definitely been in camp like too soon like I I, I feel like I've, I'm sorry you're the you're like the leader I, of I'm camp the founder hello nice to meet you you're the counselor you're like the head counselor. Of right. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, okay, you guys broke up. Oh my God. Can we finally talk about like how shitty his breath yep. smells or like something like that? It's like, I would like, it's like the immediate reaction. It's like, I've been waiting for this moment yep. so I can rip his ass apart yep. to you. Um, and then usually yep. like, sometimes you're not ready to hear the truth yet. And nope. that's, that's a fine line also. But you know, you're moving I feel on. like I'm always ready for too soon. I feel like I really appreciate really just dragging someone. Same. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's why we're okay with right. that. I think that's why we right do because that. we're like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Like, can we can we talk shit now? Like, are we are we ready to do this? Yep. About how he like mm-hmm. he like only ever wears fucking t shirts and the only button up he had has bananas on it. Yeah. Like, and it's from Express. yeah. Like, which, honestly, <laughs> like Express would be like a decent place. This was definitely from like TJ Maxx. <laughs> I want to know who you're talking about, that's but uh... <laughs> off air. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to try to, like, force yourself to not be as sensitive about those things. Like, your friends want to help you. And there's going to be a point where your friends are kind of tired of hearing about it. Um, I hate to say that. But it's also, I don't even want to go into this because I feel like this is a whole other episode. But don't be that person where when your friends are so bored, they want to blow their brains out that you find, like, an acquaintance that you latch onto and you start using oh. them as, like, your breakup buddy. I've been the breakup buddy so many times since I was young, like in high school. I remember people doing this to me and I'd be like, wow, I thought this girl hated me. Okay. Her boyfriend broke up with her. We're friends. Okay. Okay. She's still talking about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you find like an extra person who like hasn't maybe gotten a hundred percent sick of shit. Yeah. And then you use them until they're a hundred percent. It's like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a beauty blender. You buy a new one, but then you put on way too much fucking makeup. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's, like, stained and dying and disgusting. Yep. I'm sure you've never heard of washing your beauty blender. Anymore. Yeah, I was like, that was news to me. <laughs> I just toss them and get no, new but, ones. But you know what? What What's the perfect remedy here? What? Therapy. Also heart sprained. Yeah, duh, obviously. Yeah. Um, sorry. Right. Us. Um, no, but seriously, your therapist is being paid to not get sick of hearing. Right. You, so She's very highly motivated. They're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, right. You're putting additions on her house. So right. just keep talking. <laughs> it's so true. Um, no, but really work through your issues. Your friends can only help you so much. You really need a professional if you're talking for. Do you want to on... hear the weirdest thing I've ever done in those kinds of situations? I'm so it's scared. Like, I don't know if it's that weird, but it's pretty weird, I think. Um, so, okay. Do you know the app whisper? Have you ever heard of it? Okay. Yes. I have downloaded whisper and just like submitted like feelings or confessions, like through it, just to start dialogue really with strangers. Sad. That is isn't so that sad and so like, millennial. I know. Isn't that like the most fucked up shit? Not really. Really? I know. I, I mean, I guess like <laughs> school shootings are more fucked up than what I just said, but like, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot weirder things I know but that one too. felt weird because it's just like oh let me just go on the internet download this app and like talk to fucking strangers um, but those strangers I can beat the horse dead they have no idea who I am I'm never going to speak to them again and maybe they can offer me something that like I don't know will help me or make me feel better that no one else has been able to Dude, have you ever been on reddit oh I live for reddit relationships posts where it's just the most ridiculous things that people entertain like, if I were to go through a breakup in 2019, 2020, I would oh be on Oh, my God. Reddit. I might be on Reddit anyway, <laughs> just to see. <laughs> oh, my God. It's wild. It makes you feel really sick. Oh, my God. See, that's good. There's, like, okay, and I think I've told you about this before, but so there's this, like, group in, like, a Facebook group that, like, because I'm Egyptian and obviously yes. I have a lot of family in Egypt, and this group was started in Egypt, and it's called Confessions of a Married Woman, and holy shit. Can I get Oh my god, you that? probably can because it's I don't think you have to be Egyptian, but you do have to be a woman. That's like the <laughs> one thing I know that they care about. Like they don't okay. let any men in the group. Check. Right. Which <laughs> check, check. Um so it's like the craziest group though. Some of the questions are like really stupid because it's like clearly very ignorant like girls who are like 20 and have never been in a relationship yeah. and they ask things like I don't know why he looks at me like he wants to kiss me. That's so weird. And then it's like stupid shit like that. But then other times, <laughs> yeah, these like crazy ass stories and like, they're like, should yeah. I get a divorce? Should I not? And it's like, the best yeah. part too is like sifting through the comments. And there's something really powerful about like submitting your situation anonymously and hearing strangers feedback that could really also jolt you back to reality. So I think if you're fresh out of a breakup, like exploring something in that nature, if you really can't shake it, might be really good because you might just hear, you might just hear like objectively from people like, oh my God, so you want to tell me that he did this, this, and this, and you're still hung up on him? Like, are you kidding? It's like you're hearing the facts and from someone who's completely uninvested in either you or him, you know? Is it always anonymous? Like, is it always the moderator posting it? Okay. So 
the mom equivalent of this is mom Facebook groups. Nadine. Oh my god, are they so good? The they're so good. It's a ritual for me. Like I just like get cozy in bed at night and I'm like, let's see whose life is falling. Oh my god, apart. I do that too. I, I it's sick. It's like a morbid curiosity. Shocker. Right. It's also same though. It's fine. Um, but like these moms, my favorite is the people someone it'll be like the anonymous mom post and the, and it's in it's in my county that's like broken up by county and I'm like okay I can you know put these things together but the best part is that there's an anonymous mom post and then all the commenters like are you not aware that you're not anonymous right about right, your right, weird right. Sex life and your weird marital problems right <laughs> public well it's a private facebook group but like dude i see these people at the park and i'm like oh god oh god you're oh, like, god. oh shit i know <laughs> what she wrote i know what's going on with her and her husband yeah. bill yep. like, yeah yeah no so, that's so weird because like three of my neighbor's names are nope. bill uh, <laughs> of course it is because it's a white county in suburban new jersey why am i not fucking surprised <laughs> seriously seriously though so i don't know i love stuff like that i think it really does help people because like you said like that anonymous forum i don't know it just takes the bias out of it and people feel really free and when you're anonymous you won't hold back any details you will not like omit something that you're telling to a friend because you want her to give you advice in the direction that you want to hear it you are anonymous you are sharing everything exactly as it is and you just get to hear what people have to say about it like objectively free like it's so so freeing so that's why I like groups like that and I like whisper like I think things like that are like really they can just give you some peace of mind and maybe if you did make a mistake and a lot of people tell you like well I don't know why you did that that sounds like a mistake it's good to hear that too yeah yeah but I also think this should go hand in hand with therapy because obviously therapists therapists are just like professionals um a friend of mine, which I really I really want to have her on the podcast hey Abby um she listens and um, she is a therapist and she actually recommends heart sprain to you know to people going through breakups so very much appreciate that yes. um but she said to me today about like just a personal issue I was talking to her about she was like you need to grieve it and I was like I've never grieved anything other than a person and she's like no you need to like grieve the other you know you can grieve things that happen to you or things that you lo- like um, opportunities you missed out on because of a, a bad situation or mm-hmm. things that you've gained, you know, feelings that you've gained, like the, she'll explain it a lot better, but the, the idea of like grieving things oh, and, and not just or experiences and yeah. losses. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I love that. Like, I cannot wait to like have like my me time alone to think about that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, just be quiet and grieve. I think that's so I don't know. It's very healing to me. And I think that's like the therapy approach that, you know, these people on these groups are not going to really supply. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, listen, nothing will ever replace a good therapist. And I think sometimes like, you know, you want your heartbreak to mean something. Right. And you want to find answers or you want whatever. But I think the only real answers that you'll get and the only meaning you get from it is like using that to be a better you, which I know sounds like a fucking fortune cookie. And I don't mean it to you. (laughs) but like it's the truth it's like you can't control like what happened you can't control what the other person did or thinks or feels Mm -hmm. the only thing you can do is be like okay what can I personally learn from this and how can I make sure that like I this was not in vain and that I benefited something yep that's the the only way I think that it makes me ever feel better about like like the whole like okay out of the situation that I went through and I was like cheated on and it was like very clearly a right versus wrong situation it's still something where I had to look at myself and I was like, well, why did I allow a lot of this behavior? Like, why did I think I was yeah. worthy of better? And it really made me Amen. ask myself those questions and think like, well, how could I not again, not that anyone ever deserves to be cheated on or like whatever, but you do have to look at yourself and be like, okay, clearly I did something, whether maybe it wasn't directly to him. And I didn't like, I wasn't a bad girlfriend or I wasn't, you know, anything like short of what you know a good girlfriend should be but it's more like okay I clearly allowed a lot of behavior that I don't think a girl who values herself would allow or even just I let the community or I was a contributor because there's two people in there uh in in a a relationship but I allowed the communication to get weird and at least on my end And, and if it died on his end I didn't go after it and 
you know, try to figure out what was really going right. on. There are a lot, I think denial plays a huge, I think, I don't think anyone is completely blindsided when they mm-hmm. cheated on. I think deep down you're kind of like, yeah, right. I, I, this, this is a guy. Who yeah. If you really me. force yourself to like acknowledge the facts and like really think about the situation, I think there was a little mm-hmm. like silent hum in the back, yeah. like a very low yep. hum where you're kind of like at the very minimum, like what I learned from yeah. this experience was like, I need to trust my fucking gut. Cause my gut knew yep. and I just was like, well, maybe he's just different. No, like fuck that shit. Like, no, my yeah. gut knew that I was being lied to and yep. I just like ignored it. So big, big, big lesson in my twenties. Yeah. And you know, I always used to tell myself that, that you know, one day I'm going to be really happy that it didn't work out with this person because if it didn't end with that person, I wouldn't be with the person I'm supposed to be right. with. And sometimes it's, it's probably hard to like, because it is like slightly abstract, but like, it is true. No, yeah, but you can, I was able, even in my worst, lowest points to, to see it that yeah. way. Like, okay, it's going to make sense one day. And no, it doesn't make sense right now, but it always does. Everything is fleeting and everything makes sense. You know, it's really cheesy, but it's true. Shit, I can't, I wasted so much time being so upset. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I was saying to Mike you can look back on some of the, you could be in like some of the worst times of your life. And like when I was going through a really tough breakup, I look, I remember being like, I will never look back on this year as a happy time. I look back on that year as one of the best years of my life. There are so many happy things that happen when you're in it. You're not realizing that like, there's so much good going on around you. But when you look back, you're like, Oh, I had fun. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like not during the breakup, but you know, there's so many things that are going on in your life. Your breakup should not consume you. So true. Um, so just to jump off of rejection, so we can kind of close that out. How do you reject someone honestly, unapologetically, and kindly with boundaries? How do we do it? How do you reject somebody? I mean, I think the best way to do it is just through honesty. Like, just yeah, be direct. I, I'm not a fan of like skirting things or like, I don't know. Like, I just think even if you're like in the casual dating space and you're just like not really feeling it with someone anymore, it's like, don't boast, like, don't come up with excuses. Don't say you're busy for the next 72 weeks. Like, just be like, listen, like, I think we had a lot of fun together. Um, You know, I'm just kind of right now, like not whether you're like, I'm just not in a place where I want to be dating anymore, or I'm just kind of taking some time away from the whole dating scene or whatever it is. Like, you don't have to be honest about the fact that like you think she got a little fat like you don't have to say that but like if you're just not feeling it for whatever reason you just tell them straight up I'm not feeling this because at the end of the day to them the why doesn't matter they just need them right I you know one of my favorite oh god it's a quote that I'm gonna mess up but it's like nobody expects an explanation when you say yes Mm -hmm. so you don't need an explanation when you say no Mm -hmm. so when you're turning someone down you can just be like just you wouldn't expect somebody if somebody said I like you, you wouldn't be like okay, so tell me mm-hmm. why. I mean, unless you're a total douchebag. But if somebody says I just don't like you, well, that's just it. You don't need him to say him or her to say I'm just not ready for a relationship. Or it should be okay, especially at this age. You'd be like I'm just not feeling. It. I don't think there's chemistry. Right. I think it's really nice to follow up and not ghost and not leave that gray area and just not talk to the person. Just be like hey. I think you're a really nice person, but I just don't know if you're, you know, the right person for me. Um, I had a, a nice time. Yeah. You don't even have to, you don't even have I to mean, get I've into it. Done, just... I've done like the very simple, like after a date, just been like, hey, listen, like, especially if they try to text or hang out after. I've been yeah. just like, listen, like I had a lot of fun with you, um, but I got to be honest with you. I just really wasn't feeling the connection that I was looking for. Um, but, you mm-hmm. know, best of luck to you. And I want you to know that I did have a great time and down to stay friends if that's cool. And, like, I can tell you yeah. I have never, ever, ever gotten a bad reaction from saying that. I have been ignored. Yeah, no. Sometimes yeah. they don't say anything. Yep. Other times they're like, That's yeah, exactly. Other times they're like, oh, my gosh, like, totally get it. Thank you so much for being honest. Like, yeah, absolutely. Let's stay friends kind of thing. Like, it's more yeah. often than not like, very positive. And you're only going to drain yourself if you let it, like, die out and if you're going to ghost that person. It's just, it's like bad yeah. energy. It's also I think. bad karma. And if you're yeah I mean I've I've heard a lot recently people talk about like how much of an actual date do you owe someone like if after half an hour you're really not feeling it can you leave I think that's kind of mean I think at least give somebody like an hour or so of your time if they're rude to you or to wait staff or they say something like out of line or disrespectful 
then you leave and they can die alone. Right. But, you know, be, <laughs> be kind, be gentle. Remember that it's not easy to hear, you know, rejection and just. Right. And usually, like, they should know if the date, like, right. didn't go really well. So it shouldn't be a surprise. Unless they have if no it was, self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but if, if they don't, then you just tell them, be like, listen, like, don't ghost them. Don't ignore them. Don't disappear off the grid. Just be like, listen, I'm just really not feeling it. I also think that kind of confidence to reject someone comes with age. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I feel I like when so you're too. younger, you're so worried about, like, being a people pleaser, even though mm-hmm. you don't like this person. But then eventually, like, you get to the point where you're just like, I just don't care about that. I yeah. Care, I care more about, like, being respectful and, like, living by my own, like, set of values and doing things that I feel is right. And then you kind of just do it. I think it's it's harder, though, when you're older to reject someone, in like, in a breakup. Like, you're actually, like, dating for a few years. And, like, mm. it, if you're in the age where you should be hitting certain milestones that people expect of you, like, getting engaged or getting married or whatever – I think that's a lot harder um, with age because it's not it's not just that, oh, we, we were just in college, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. And I think – but I think it also becomes a lot easier to say goodbye to someone when you're older, like, after a few years. And I think you can articulate it a lot more, like, why. Yeah, that's true. Like, mm-hmm. I think you can just be like, listen, like, obviously we've been having these problems or I'm just not feeling – I'm not happy. I'm not this. Like, I think you can say that and just kind of – you know, it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel awful because, you know, assuming you're like not a sociopath, you don't want to inflict pain on someone that you cared about. Right. Yeah. Right. But you and also I, can't stay out of guilt. So. And I think thinking about like this whole like with age stuff, it, it, it kind of makes you think about like if I dated the, some of the guys in my past now, <laughs> wondering how it would be different or like say I was single and like an ex came back in the picture it is interesting to think, like, what, how would it be different now? Oh, you yeah, know, would the issues we had even be issues? Would Or would things be even worse, you know? And then um, that kind of leads – that's a whole that's a whole episode in itself. But um, it kind of leads to, like, second chances, though. <laughs> um, because I know we wanted to talk about that. Oh, my God. That feels like it needs to be a whole other episode, honestly. I know. Like, it's just – It could be. Yeah. We can save it. But, yeah. It's so intense um, and, like – I don't know. I think those are, it's almost like that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah. That's how mm-hmm. I feel about I, that. Like, I don't think, Yeah, I don't think like those situations usually end up good. No. It either has to be like a totally different relationship, like 10 years later when mm-hmm. you're like the same people, but different and like cooler, like you're smarter. Your issues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> smarter, more confident, or you have to like go to therapy. I really think if you are going to make a life with this person, Go to therapy because your same issues are going to come up in new ways. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And I just, well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the whole like breakup, get back together situation. I think it's something that like you usually grow out of anyway. Um, Right. I do too. I agree. I I think once it's over, it's over. I think, yeah, Um, you're more inclined to try harder to fix it when you're a little older. Yeah. But you do have a thing about like right after you break up the whole getting back together yes well okay so here's the thing i think sometimes like when you're fresh out of a breakup it's like so it's like the only thing that's worse than staying in the relationship is imagining yourself not in the relationship and like not seeing the person not talking to the person like ever again and i think that's the part that so many people grapple with where you're like oh my god what do you mean i'm never gonna see this person again i'm never gonna call them i'm never gonna hear their voice like when you put like the like the huge like finality into perspective it can be so overwhelming that this person that like Mm -hmm. you spent every day with for the last however long is no longer ever going to be part of your life like that is extremely overwhelming so sometimes I think so sometimes I think it's not the most horrible thing in the world to place a little bit of hope on the fact that you might get back together and that this might just be a break because one of two things happens you either do get back together you know, down the line, and then, you you know, you get what you wanted, or you get to a point where you don't want to get back together with this person. So I don't think it's terrible to hold on to, like, a sliver of hope that a reconciliation is on the horizon just to get through that initial phase of getting over the breakup. I just don't know. I know I I think, when I was the dumpy, 
or like when I was just like in that situation, if you would were to say this to me, which I'm sure you did, like you might get back together. I would eat that up. I mean, I, here's it's the thing. Not, not in a good way. I don't, I don't think it's like you sit there and like, you need to make sure it's a fine line because you don't want to live your life on the premise that a reconciliation is going to happen. Yeah. Right. Like right. you want to be able to date. You want to be able to talk to other people. You want to, but I'm just saying to like calm right. the horrible feeling that you will never see or talk to this. Like that is just like the most overwhelming thing. I think like, just like right. the never, the never, like that's it. We're never going to hit that. Is that is true. That's like, ins- it's like someone died suddenly. Like that's right. really what it is. And like, it's, oh my God. Wait, I heard the best thing though. I have to say, I have that- to interrupt that. Somebody said like, yeah, but with a breakup, like, you know, if your yes. aunt dies, like <laughs> and they're not going to just like go be somebody else's aunt. Right. if if your boyfriend dumps you like yeah it's like he died but he's gonna be somebody else's boyfriend right and he's you're not gonna like randomly see your dead aunt walking around at whole foods exactly i know exactly no but it but it feels like that it feels yeah and it's almost like worse in a a way because they're not dead like you know i do remember actually now that you're saying this um my college boyfriend we, we went on this like it was a breakup it really was a breakup but you know, it was just like weird. We had a lot of friends in common. We we're still in college and it was like summer break. And I will never forget his best friend and I were really good friends still. And he called me one day and he's like, listen, he's like, Mish, stay by your phone because he's going to call you this week. Like he told me. And I was like, wait, really? Like, and I felt like this like dark cloud lifted, like, oh my God. So I can actually wait by my phone with purpose, <laughs> you know? And, but, but at the same time, like knowing that, I lost interest a little bit and the ball was in my court and I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, not as into it as I thought. It kind of just like shifted that power to know like, Oh my God, wait, he like he, or the guy reaches out, it kind of shifts that power, but it really could be dangerous because you can fall right back in right. and get hurt even worse. So. Yeah. It's funny that you say that though, because I think so many people after a breakup, they're just like dying to either hear from the person or hear Ugh. that the person's miserable. Yeah, like you just you it. want like some confirmation that they are just as upset or pissed off or or, or whatever as you are. And here's the thing: or the best like, like when uh, they tell you they're miserable, right? They well, reach yeah. out, yeah, you. you're right, right. When you, yeah. <laughs> which or they send you songs to show you how miserable. Uh, I love it. Yeah, so hated it, but loved it. Although I was always one of those people that's like, I don't want to know how miserable you are. That doesn't make me feel good. Like, I'm not happy hearing that you're miserable. I feel like, if anything, that just makes it worse. Oh, same. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, my God. No, be miserable. Hate your life without me. I love that. I really oh love God, that. Oh, my God. I hate it. I'm like, I don't want to hear that you're sad. Like, Why? Because it makes me feel. Why? Because it makes me feel, if I'm the one that dumped them, then I feel guilty. Oh, well, yeah, that's different. Or if yeah. they're the ones that, like, are miserable without me, then it's like, well, then why are we, why are we here? Like, neither one of us wants this. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And then you get back together in my head. <laughs> right. I'm getting swept up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when I remember that. Okay. So if you're sad and I'm sad, right. I, I am sitting in the backseat of a car outside of a Barnes and Noble with my ex-boyfriend. Right. <laughs> if you're sad <laughs> and I'm sad. Right. Why I, don't we just do it again? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, if we're both sad, like, mm-hmm. why are we sad? Yeah. Let's, un- yep. let's be unsad. Yeah. Yep. So oh, stupid. The negotiation. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Stuff. Anyway, so we can go in. I, there were so many branches to this, but I feel like we kind of really. I hope. I hope that was helpful for people. Just talk about you know like the the really rough parts of you know the early breakup stage. Um, but as always, we need a millennial dating term. Yes. Are you ready? I don't know. <clears throat> It's not that exciting, but I think it's funny. Um, it's called soft ghosting. Have you heard of it? I have not heard this. Okay, soft ghosting. You know what ghosting is? Yes, um, unfortunately. So, big, yeah. I'm annoyed that there's so many different types of ghosting now. Now you could be an asshole in a bunch of different. You could be a soft ghost, a hard ghost, a light ghost, a dark ghost. Like what? Yeah, a friendly I don't ghost. Like- <laughs> no really i've seen that the casper <laughs> yeah. he caspered me um 
Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. So this is when the person, so you're, say you're messaging someone and you send them a message and instead of responding back with a message, they like your last message. So they're the last one to interact <laughs> in some way. <laughs> That's like how they die. Like they slowly die off because like they can fall back on the fact that like, no, I liked it. That was like my response. Right. It's like this. It's like when they react to your text message too. No, that's exactly what it is. It's like to your, to your, they double tap or they give a ha ha. Right. I message. Wow. Disgusting behavior. Wow. I hate that on a lot of levels. Would you rather be left on red or soft ghosted? Obviously soft ghosted. It lessens the blow. I guess, but it's also just like a, I don't like being thrown a bone. Well, I'd rather take the bone and, like, know subtly what the bone means. Cause <laughs> know that you have the bone. Right. Like, at least I have a bone. And then I can bury the bone. But at least I have yeah. it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All right. So, we debated our um, breakup breakdown. But I think yours is going to win. Because you told me uh, just a small part of it. And I am so excited. Oh, my God. Okay. So, this is not my story. Um, it's not even a story of anyone that I know directly. It's a friend of a friend. So I may butcher some of the details. Oh, God. However, but it's real, right? It is real. It's, real? it's 100% real. It's 100% real. I may be a little bit fuzzy on some of the details, but the gist of it is is the, is the still worth sharing. So anyway. I'm so excited. So a friend of my friend's uh, was dating this guy, or and they were together for like four years. They lived together. They were actually engaged. Um, she discovered you know just like some strange behavior and you know just a little suspicious and you know obviously she started thinking like I think this guy might be cheating on me and unfortunately oh you know she was right and she the way she I, I don't know if this was how she found out or if it's how she busted him I think she may have already known but she walked up behind him while he was actually facetiming this other girl so he like turned Who around. Who FaceTimes another girl? Like so fucking stupid within proximity of like, like your. I know it's, yeah. it's so stupid. It's so dumb. But I can't even whatever. So that happened, right? So then it's obviously like not great, and it's all this stuff, and you know she's upset. So she starts thinking like I need to know like the details about this girl and about this like relationship or whatever, right? So she reaches out to the girl. She meets up with her, and the girl looks at her and she's like, "Oh my god, you're glowing." And she's like, what? And she's like, no, you're glowing. You know, like so-and-so told me like, you know, like you're pregnant, you know? And she was like, I'm not pregnant. And apparently this motherfucker told the side piece that the only reason he was still in contact with this other girl who was his first fiance, but it's actually like, you know, he was telling the other girl that this was his ex and he told her that he had to be in contact with her because she was pregnant. So oh, my wait. My God. So not even just that. He turns out he was actually also engaged to the other girl. He was engaged to I both can't. of them. Okay. I can't. Which means he bought two fucking rings. Like, who is this guy? Like, what? You have two fucking rings. Whatever. So there's that piece of it, right? And I cannot. I know. So she the girl ends up like you know the the first one she takes the other girl like back to her place or whatever to like talk more and the second fiance is like i've been here and she's like what oh. she's like yeah like i've been here i've slept over like i thought this was his place and he lived alone i had no idea. ew i have chills i know Where was she uh, how did he do that she was like traveling for work or some shit when oh, whenever he was running yeah is that not like the most wild shit? But and here's my like raging question, which like I don't know if like the details are fucked up or not. But like, she thought his ex was pregnant, but they were together for like two years at that point, like him and the other fiance. <sighs> so I'm like, how did? Wow. Why would his ex be pregnant? It's in the time frame of like you've been with him for two. I don't know. Something there didn't add up. This girl didn't sound very bright. The second fiance. Uh, wow but yeah so is that not like some of the most wild that is out of control i know if you are with someone and you know they have a side situation you can be sure a he's probably never gonna leave her and if he does like you don't want that you don't want that guy no and i I can't even i can't even wrap my head around the rest of it i mean like if he's telling you, like, yeah, she's pregnant. I mean, have you not ever followed the story of Scott Peterson? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
these things don't usually end well. They can really end very poorly. Um, right. That one's extreme, but still. It can't be yeah, too I safe. Mean, right. Ew, 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 ew. So I wonder where he is now. I know. I, I wonder, too. I have no idea. I actually asked my friend if she knew anything, and she was like, no, I don't know any recent updates. But I mean, like, tell me, like, a nickname, and I will find him right. on <laughs> the internet. Just be like, guy with two engagement rings. Um, Wait, I have to tell you, total side note, speaking of my disgusting stalker self, I came across a way that you can tell based on coding of Facebook who looks at your Facebook profile. Oh God. I don't even, I don't even want. That's so stupid. I didn't even really invest much in it, but we're, we're doomed. Anyway, I know. A big old fight with their boyfriend and husband. (laughs) No, right. (laughs) Skyrocket with the memory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Um that is like that is a sickening story. Is and I'm so everyone broke up with him. I yeah, hope. I, I don't know if the second girl did actually. And there's no baby? There is no fucking baby. No, she was never pregnant. Is why. Wow. He this guy was a straight up. That is why. I know, isn't that nuts? So it's completely unrelated to I anything can't. we talked about today, but um just a good story that it was necessary. I know I had to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? So don't ever think that you will not survive whatever situation you're in because if people can get over what I can mm-hmm. tell you is that that girl is now in another relationship and she's very happy. So Oh, there you go. So yeah. and what and the other thing you could say is what you always say, the truth will always come out. The truth always fucking comes out, man. It always does. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't even worry about it. Sometimes it comes out like maybe a little later than we would have liked, but it still comes out. Yep. Yep. Weird shit. But anyway, that All is right. our episode today. So, as usual, thank you everyone for listening. It is an honor and a pleasure that you placed us inside your ears and hit play. So, thank you guys for that. Um, feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Heartsprained. If you have a breakup story you want to share or just some feedback, some topics you want us to discuss, we're always, always, always looking to hear it. So, until next week, my friends. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>